News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the killing of Brazilian woman Bruna Francesca in Cork over the weekend brings to 11 the number of women who have been killed in Ireland in the past year since the death of Ashling Murphy one year ago. So we're asking this morning here on News Talk Breakfast, is Ireland doing enough to combat violence against women? I'm joined now by Margaret Martin, Chair of the National Women's Council and formerly the Director of Women's Aid. Good morning to you, Margaret. Obviously, sad news coming out of Cork. Uh, charges have been have been levelled there, so we're not going to, to, to yeah. talk about that specific case. But in general, in your view, where are we at in terms of tackling the societal issue that is violence against women? Um, if you don't mind for just one second, I w- want to make one point before I get into that. I think once something like this happens and there's a discussion on the radio, there will be so many women that this brings their fears about a relationship uh, to the fore. Mm-hmm. And it's just to say that Women's Aid does help a, have a helpline and it also has a language line. So there's there's help available in over 170 languages because there's a lots of women who are in unsafe relationships and there's risk factors around stalking, separation and pregnancy. And I'll talk a little bit about that now. I think one of the things, Kira, that I'm quite hopeful about is the new strategic plan that was, was undertaken under Helen McEntee's direction as minister. And it has quite detailed uh, recommendations and an implementation plan. And one of those that I would have been a long time advocate of is homicide reviews, femicide reviews, so that when a woman is killed, there is a different pattern very often in terms to when there's a man killed. And there can be a lot of learning in that that needs to be fed into the practice of police, policing and other actors such as frontline staff, because very often frontline staff in hospitals and GPs, etc. will know a lot. And it's about trying to use those disparate pieces of information and to set up multi-agency working that's much more effective so that there is a much earlier identification of women who are at high risk. There's good working, informal working between domestic violence services and the Gardaí, but this would be an initiative that would be more formal. It would include the probation services, it would include a whole range of actors. And then what they would do, because this has been the practice, for example, in, in the UK for many, many years, is they would put in place a safety plan, a risk mitigation plan. And each of those agencies would possibly have a part in that if somebody was just released from prison and already was in a relationship and had separated and was likely to go back and start to harass and probably be a danger to a woman. For example, probation might have a role, the police might have a role, etc. And when you have that, you are going to get a much safer environment for okay. women. I mean, so sorry, what, you. No, no, what I was going to say, because so, so, I'm very interested in what you're saying. So, so you're saying literally we need to kind of pull the threads together of multidisciplinary yes. agencies like like the guards, like women's aid, like like yeah. frontline health workers, like all of those need some kind of a a cohesive, I, I suppose, fabric that they can work within. Exactly. Can I, can I ask you, and, and I have no idea the answer to this, Mar- Margaret, is it getting better or is it getting worse? 
It's very difficult to tell. I mean, um, when Women's Aid set up the, the Femicide Watch in, in 1996, there was 19 women killed that year. And um, when I worked there, if you got a couple of months into the year and no woman was killed, you'd start to be, you know, optimistic, but you'd be listening out for it. We've had years when the, the numbers have gone down. The thing about the homicide reviews is, for example, in the Femicide Watch, we know that there are risk factors, as I said, about pregnancy, about separation, yeah. about stalking. But And what you mean by risk if, factors is, is you know, that th- those, the, those are are. are, are crunch points that seem to uh, yes. exacerbate Separation the risk. is a yes. huge one. Pregnancy is a huge risk. So we know that there are these yeah, issues that heighten risk. Stalking is a huge risk. But there from, from, from the information being available in the public domain, if you do a homicide review and you pull in all of those actors, you can get much more detailed information and you can start to use that to inform police practice. Because one of the good developments that has happened is that now within Angarda Shiakana, they have divisional. So in each division of the Gardaí, there's a protective service unit that is dealing with gender-based violence, okay. with domestic violence, sexual violence. And they are if you like, kind of expert Gardaí in this particular area. And can I ask you, uh, I suppose, a last question Uh, with regard to domestic violence, because we know very often that women are harmed or are killed by people that they know and people very often that they're in relationships with or have been in relationships with. Do we take domestic violence seriously enough in this country? Do we recognise it as the risk factor that it is? For, for murder or for serious assault or or, or, or for those types of, of things for women? Do we recognise it or, or enough? Oh, no, I don't think we do. I think the thing is that it's, it's far more common than, than yeah. it's one of the things. But, but because to some extent that it can be dismissed, it's also an unusual type of crime in that it's highly repetitive with the same perpetrator and the same victim. So it's an outlier in terms of the way all the systems are set up to deal with, okay. you know, crimes. But uh, so you have a scale, you'll have women who who leave a relationship fairly yeah. early on. But it may be that their partner, you know, the, the, the former partner does not want that relationship to end and is quite insistent about yes. pushing that person in, you know, trying no, to make uh, that happen through fear, look, through intimidation, ab- etc. Absolutely. Look, and thank you very much for speaking to us on all of that. That is Margaret Martin, their chair of the National Women's Council and former director of Women's Aid and the National Women's Aid Helpline. It's a 24 24- our helpline and if you don't speak English they can direct you to different uh, other helplines where where I think it's up to 200 languages are spoken so if English is a problem don't worry but the national helpline is 1-800-341-900 that is 1-800-341-900 if you've been affected by this Coming up to 8.25 on News Talk Breakfast back with all the sport in a moment News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.